Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. And we have yet another fabulous guest today. Her name is Tatiana. She is calling from the UK. And we're going to be using her astrological birth chart today to answer some of her questions about her coaching business. So I know this is the first time we've chatted, Tatiana. So welcome to the podcast and share with us a little bit about who you are and what you're up to in the world. Hi. So um, at the moment, I basically, I started to um, study coaching in around 2014. A few months before, I didn't know what coach was, but you know, like I had to go through like personal transformation. So I crashed and burned really in 2015 and I burned out working too much. So I took away from the coaching and at the moment, uh, even though I, I grew and I'm self-employed and I've got clients, I do not coach myself as such. So I feel this year, and I feel the energies are really strong. Uh, for me, this year is the universal year number one, which is beginnings. And I really feel like something's going to happen. So I've, you know, like for me, it's like, this is my time. So I'm starting like a new chapter this year. So hopefully it will be like my time to make an impact in the world. Love it. So what are we going to focus on today as far as the what question or challenge do you want to focus the reading on? Right. So with the reading, I thought it will be like, you know, the birth chart reading. So I thought, you know, like you just take the birth time and numbers and stuff and you get like answers or something. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there's something, well, I do it a little differently. So is there something specific that you'd like, you know, if you're, you have this coaching business, is there something you want more of? Is there some? Yeah. Well, basically for me, sorry, go on. 
no, go for it. So it might be delay <laughs> in, in like speaking. Um, for me, I, I do love coaching and I, I realized I was naturally did and I know I was told I'm also a healer. And I think that's such a big part of, part of it because I would like to do it in a different way. You know, like the, the normal kind of coaching I see being, you know, done at the moment. It's just like it all starts to seem like the same, like blending into one. And for me, I want something more, you know, like to do something more in a bigger, like bigger, deeper impact for people. So it will be more like a coaching mixed with like a healing, if it mm -hmm. makes sense. Love it. No, it makes perfect sense. Okay, so we're going to get into, we're going to start the reading by looking at the, the three main planets in your astrological birth chart, your sun sign, your rising sign, and your moon sign. So you have your sun in the sign of Aquarius. And this is an air sign. This is the pioneer. This is the pioneer of the zodiac. This is the visionary. This is the uh, Aquarius wants to do things in their own way. So it's kind of interesting that you just said that you want to, <laughs> it's not just about being coaching. It's like there's got to be this other underlying um, message there or uh, underlining healing that's going to create that transformation for your clients. So that's how you see yourself. You see yourself as a visionary. You see yourself as a pioneer. You want to think outside the box. You, you do think outside the box. So in business astrology, the way that I look at the sun sign is actually the sun is your secret sauce. It's basically the thing that you're going to sprinkle on everything. It's the thing that's going to differentiate yourself with people, with people that might be offering something similar. So I just kind of want to like have you keep that in mind and we'll kind of come full circle by the end of the reading. But Aquarius is basically the essence or the energy or the vibration around what you're doing. But we've got these other moving parts to really attract the people that we're here to serve to help us organize a game plan so that we can attract more of the people we're here to serve and then really lead us down that path of what is our destiny? You know, what is this karmic debt that we came to this life to, to work through? So we're going to cover all that in the reading, but I just want to keep you, you know, just planting a seed right now. Sun in Aquarius, this is how you see yourself and it is your secret sauce. Okay. Okay. Next sign, rising sign. Your rising sign is in the sign of cancer. Now, your rising sign is how other people see you. So this is really important. This is one of the more important um, planets uh, when we're doing business astrology is when people see you, they don't see, can uh, they don't see Aquarius. They see cancer. And cancer is the mama bear of the zodiac. They're the nurturers. They're the ones that create communities. They're the ones that give people a safe place to share, to share their emotions. So when you're out there in the world and you're doing your thing, people are looking at you, Tatiana, and they're like, wow, I feel safe when I'm with her. I feel understood when I'm in her energy field. So what we really want to do is we kind of want to turn the dial up, way up with cancer in your personal brand. So okay. right now, if you're leaning in with the Aquarius energy, it's not going to attract 
your kismet client because your kismet client is looking. I have this like sinus infection. It's so annoying. Um, it's, it's um, they're looking for a family. They're looking for you to be the leader of that family. They're looking for someone who's going to understand them on an emotional level. So when you show up, what's happening is you are now a mirror for them. You're a mirror. And the, when they look at you, it's because what they're seeing in you is really a reflection of what they want more of for themselves. Okay. So you're holding space for that. That's completely new to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's a different way to look at everything. So you'll kind of see what's like, we're, we're kind of creating this, this, um, you know, funnel, if you will. It's like yeah. the way that we show up in the world is one way the the problem that we solve is potentially another. And the way that we bring them to us is another. So we're kind of like putting all the puzzle pieces together. So, but just keep in mind that they see you as the mama bear. It's because there's a part of themselves that they're not nurturing. So when they see you, they're like, wow, this woman, she really feels, you know, loving and nurturing and stable and um, emotionally strong, um, you know, ability to uh, communicate um, through communities. Uh, and so that's what they want more of for themselves. So that's going to start playing into your attracting your ideal customer. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's amazing because like for me, you know, like the mama bear doesn't really align because like um, I never took myself as a nurturing, you know, person or something. I always thought I was bitchy and horrible. <laughs> so, but people don't think like that. This is exactly what you say. People come to me and feel safe and understood. So I get the explanation. I just don't like the mama bear kind of thing, how I interpret yeah. it. But, you well, know, right, like, because that's the rebel in you. That's Aquarius. You see yourself as Aquarius. You see yourself yeah. as this pioneer. Think outside the box, maybe even a little rebellious. So, But the way that they're seeing you is that you've got this essence about you that may want more of that. So let's keep going here. Let's see if we can fill yeah. in some more blanks. Okay. You've got your moon in the sign of Scorpio. Okay, so your moon is your emotions. It's your inner world. Now, most people, when they're thinking about business, like, well, keep your emotions out of it. Well, when you're dealing with the higher calling, it's all about your emotions because your emotions are how you feel. And when you feel good, you feel motivated to pursue your dreams. So if we're not, if we leave our emotions out of it, we don't really understand what truly lights us up. What really makes us feel magical? And you have it in the sign of Scorpio. Okay, so this is kind of interesting because Scorpio is a water sign and it's ruled by the planet Pluto, which is this real small, dark little planet in the solar system. And it represents digging deeper. So Scorpio and that Pluto rulership has to do with you wanting to get to the root of of problems. You, you, you're not interested. You're bored, if anything, um, when people swim in the shallow end of the pool. Like <laughs> you only want to swim in the deep end of the pool. So you will be very unmotivated and probably not even be able to, you know, probably have to leave the room or leave the party or whatever if it's just too superficial. Like Scorpio wants to get real. Yeah. Makes sense. 
True. <laughs> so when you're thinking about your business, which I'm sure you're already doing this, but I'll just clarify, uh, when you're coaching or doing your healing or whatever your signature system en encompasses, you want to you wanna bring in that Scorpio energy. You want to go, okay, you see me as cancer, as the nurturer? Oh, well, that's surprising. Um, once I get you into my community, I'm actually going to make you get real. I'm going to get you to talk about the things that might maybe scare you, those fears, those unknowns, those mysteries, maybe even some occult things, those shadows, um, anything that has to do with like psychology, human behavior, you know, you want to get to the nitty gritty, like what's going on with this person? So that's going to be, you're going to, what's going to happen is that when you, when you show up with that Scorpio energy, it will fuel your moon, meaning it will fuel your emotional state, which will fill your cup back up. Wow. <laughs> That's a big uh-huh. Okay, good. All right, so let's keep going. Saturn. Saturn in the sign of Libra. Okay, Saturn is the father figure, so complete opposite of cancer. And Saturn, he's basically, you know, Mr. Logical. You know, he's kind of a thorn in a lot of people's sides, but he's definitely like, he's like the father that's, if you have a father or if you've ever watched a Brady Bunch or whatever, he's like, okay, Tatiana, let's get real here. What's going to work? We need a plan. Is this realistic? Can we really make money from this? He wants to see the effort of putting together systems, putting together a master plan because he's in charge of providing us with opportunities, people, and money. So if we ignore him and we just kind of do what, do what we want without a game plan, it, he will always be challenging us. He will, it will feel annoying. It's kind of like if somebody has, um, let's say they have money problems in their business, they probably are like Saturn's basically upset with them. Like I'm not seeing the effort in the right areas. And in this case, you have it in the sign of Libra, which is a little bit can be challenging because Libra is an air sign, just like Aquarius. And she's got a lot of ideas. But the problem or the shadow sides of Libra is that she has a hard time making decisions. Mm-hmm committing to things. She might have one amazing idea and she goes off on this tangent. She talks about it and she's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. And then the next day she has another amazing idea and she forgets about the first idea. So Saturn's like, he gets a little impatient. He's like, okay, Libra, 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 Libra. What is it going to be? What is it going to take? You know, what is it going to take for me to, you know, for you to commit to something so that we can see it to fruition, so that we can see if it's the game plan, if it's going to be the reward that you're looking for. So that's just something to keep in mind that in order for us to, you know, think about like Saturn and uh, Libra, if they went on a coffee date, Saturn would be like, like Libra would be basically talking Saturn's ear off, like, whatever. And then Sarah would be like, okay, okay. And he'd say one thing and be like, okay, so what's the plan? <laughs> you know? So he's, he's like, um, he's listening, 
but he wants to know that Libra is going to finally take a breath and be like, okay, you're right. You're right, Saturn. I do need to commit to this. And I feel really passionate about this. Let's, let's create a game plan so that I stick to the plan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now your North node is in the sign of cancer again. And then you've got your South node. These are polar opposites in the sign of Capricorn. Okay. So North node represents your challenges that lead you to your destiny. Mm -hmm. South node represents your natural gift. Okay. So this is probably when you just said, um, Oh, I think of myself as like a bitch or, you know, whatever, not nurturing or whatever you called yourself. Like, I think what, what's happening is, is that this South node, this natural gift of Capricorn. See, the thing about Capricorn is Capricorn has poker face all the time. You know, like they can be hard to read, but it's only because they've got this duality. They've got this hidden self because the symbol for Capricorn is a sea goat, not just a mountain goat. It's a sea goat. It's half goat, half fin. And that fin is the water. It's the emotion. It's that melancholy feeling that she doesn't understand why she has it. But this is a natural gift. Capricorn has the natural ability to climb the mountain, never giving up until she gets to the top where she can rest, even or despite how sad she feels at times, how disappointed in mankind she feels at times, um, when people are hurtful. So there's this emotional thing, but like I said, she doesn't show it. It's, it's all kind of underneath the surface because she's so strong that she's just able to continue to climb the mountain even though she's very let down in many ways. So the gift here is that Capricorn actually has the natural ability to understand pain on a very deep level as it pertains to someone who is trying to reach a goal. Yes. So if you, like as a healer or a coach or a coach healer or whatever, hyphenated word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Making you vocabulary. <laughs> your natural gift is to help people connect to the melancholy or the, the darkness, if you will, so yeah. that they can continue to go up the mountain and reach their goals and not get stuck in the melancholy, get stuck in the shadows of their own psyche because Capricorn has naturally figured out how to do that despite when those melancholic feelings show up for themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. Uh, somewhere deep inside, you know, like I could feel it. I just couldn't translate it into the words how you just put it across. Well, I have a Capricorn stellium. My son is in Capricorn. I have a lot of Capricorn. So when I see a Capricorn in these readings, it's like I, I, it goes near and dear to my heart because I think Capricorn is very misunderstood. You know, they, uh, they have this poker face all the time, but it's really just because they're so strong that even when like shit's hitting the fan, they're still climbing. So people like sometimes think that they don't have emotions and stuff because they're yeah. like, I don't understand how that person can keep going. They just don't under, it's because it's a gift. It's a gift of yeah. Capricorn. Okay. Now, it sounds like you're using that Capricorn natural gift. So here's where the challenge comes into play. 
which is so interesting because it's cancer again. And you already said that <laughs> I don't see myself like that. Well, okay. So <laughs> the North node in the sign of ca cancer. Okay. This is your, like I mentioned, your challenge that will lead you to your destiny. So cancer is the crab. This is a water sign. This is, um, how can I say? It's the mama bear, but it's, it's about, okay, the duality here. So the south and the north nodes, they play a role together. And the, word, the key word for this um, duality is provider for you, okay? Capricorn okay. is a provider usually for material success because of the earth element. Mm -hmm. Cancer is the provider for the emotional um, gift, right? So your challenge is always going to be for you to share more of your emotional self, your vulnerabilities, your transparency in order to help you work through some of the karmic debts that will lead you to your destiny. So it's not a one-way street where your clients come to you and you help them extract, you know, talk about their emotions and help them move through so they can climb the ladder still. It's about you also being more comfortable letting the poker face down. And, and it's a challenge because Capricorn is not gifted in this area. She's not gifted at talking about her feelings. But cancer is. So if you can just baby steps, you know, through, through your business, through your lifetime, you know, even if it's just through writing, you know, writing a book or blog post, we've got to get out the emotional stuff. Because if you do that, the, the reward of that is, is a sacred higher calling that transforms your clients' lives. It changes the frequency of, and the consciousness of the planet when you embrace your invulnerability and share it. Yeah, get it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, okay, let's, let's get to the, the meat of this, which is like, who the heck is this kismet client? Who are they? What are they like? What are their problems? Why are you, why were you sent here with these gifts and challenges to help this person? So that's where we're going to look at. 12th house. 12th house represents your karmic debt, your limiting beliefs, and your subconscious mind. So okay. we all came here with stuff to work through. It was, mm -hmm. You know, everybody, lots of stuff. And when we look at the 12th house, we're, what we're really looking for is, well, what are the things that I really need to, to zero in on? What's going to be, it's, what's going to help me graduate, if you will, to that next spiritual level. And you yes. have it in the sign of Taurus, which is really interesting because it's like we had all this water and then we had some air and we had, we have some earth, you know, so that Capricorn and that Taurus, they, they, they like each other, but Taurus naturally rules the, the second house, which is the house of money and possessions. So when I see it in the 12th house, I see that there's some karmic debt potentially around issues of money 
Does that resonate at all? I don't know. Might be from like previous lifetimes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I was always poor. I mean, like I'm doing like really well for you know mm-hmm. where I was just a few years ago. But um, yeah, that's all through self work, really. Yep. Okay, so here's the thing. So Taurus is the bull. You know, he's stubborn, but he's strong. So your 12th house and this karmic debt is like, okay, Taurus, your challenge of, you know, working through this debt has to do with the shadows of Taurus. So the shadows of Taurus can be, um, I don't want to say superficial. It's not the right word. So Taurus is ruled by Venus. This is the goddess of love, planet of love the finer things in life. So Taurus is, you know, the, the polar opposite of Taurus is, is Scorpio. So remember we talked about your moon where you like to swim in the deep end of the pool. So the, yeah. the shadow of Taurus is that deep end. So it's like we've got to work through that stubborn bull inside of you in order to get them to start questioning some of those bigger Thing, personality traits, behaviors, those shadows that you're maybe, um, you know, that are still triggering you, little parasites in our brains that just like, you know, why am I going through this again? Those kinds of things. And it's like, mm-hmm. all Taurus wants to do is charge forward. That's the natural ability of Taurus is to charge forward. But when you've got it in the 12th house, they're like, come on, Taurus, let's go for a little walk in the cosmos and let's really get to know you Taurus because you know you're so focused and your feet are so planted on this earth but you are actually a spiritual being having a human experience not the other way around and that trips Taurus up sometimes it's like they have these really strong morals and values but then they forget that oh but I'm a spiritual being So the 12th house is trying to get you to look at energy, you know, um, sounds like with the healing that's already starting to transpire, um, to, to let go of, you know, being stuck in our ways, if you will, um, being stubborn. Um, they all have their, their, their moments because Taurus is actually someone that people go to lean on because they're a rock, but the, the shadow of that rock is do I connect to my spirituality? Do I share my feelings? Do I question the, the, why we're here? So it sounds like you're already on that path. So I'm kind of going to just translate that into your kismic client. So here's the secret here. You came to this planet to work through karmic debt. And I can already tell just from this quick reading that you're already well through a lot of that karmic debt. You're working through it every single day, but you've already like started the steps. It's not like, oh, this is brand new. I have to like, you know, get going with this. So what's happening is, is that as you continue on this path, the way that you ascend, that you get to the next level of that spiritual growth is by being of service to the Taurus archetypes of the world my boyfriend's one so i know completely what oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> okay it's so like it's like beating your head against the wall sometimes i was like I know, right 
But the thing that's so beautiful about Taurus, especially as a kismet client archetype, is their sensuality. They have the gift of touch. They have the gift of, um, of words, of voice. So, okay, so let's just, let's just tune into this energy here. So if you're here to work, you're supposed to serve the Taurian archetype, meaning the really strong people with their feet planted on the ground and I've got a goal and I'm charging straight ahead. Now remember, that archetype looks at you as cancer. So they're going, oh, she's like the mama bear. Like, she, um, you know, she's so comfortable in her own skin. She's um, got a community that really adores her. She's created, she's nurturing and, and she cares about me. Well, what's happening is, is that they're seeing that and they're like, well, I think I need that for myself. I think I need to get in touch with my emotions. I think I need to be more nurturing to myself and to others. So that becomes the problem that you're here to solve is how do I help my Taurian archetype kismet client reconnect with their emotions, that water element, really get them to be able to speak, you know, when they're moody, instead of, you know, being silent like Taurus does, they have to talk about it. You know, they got to yeah. share. So that becomes your, when, when you help them do that, you work through whatever's kind of holding you back from, remember, your north node is in cancer about emotions. It will help you ascend to that, to that next plane when you help them do that for themselves. That's amazing. You know what? I think our Capricorn, what you said, you've got it in you as well yep. because we can charge ahead. I actually do have people, you know, like for me, it would sometimes, you know, when people feel like this and they can't get in touch with their emotional self, but they really want to because that's what they see in you. You know, like it can be difficult for some people. They can't deal with this stuff as coaches, but I can, you know, like I'm sure you do as well because for us, it's just like, that's what it is. We just get over it, you know? So I think Capricorn personality here will help as well that you still charge forward with clients who might find it difficult to get through it. Exactly, because the thing about that Capricorn in you, that natural ability, is Taurus relates to it. You're like, oh, you're, at least you're grounded. It's like, yeah, I'm probably going to have to talk about my feelings, but you're so grounded that I, I relate to that, that energy or that frequency. Now, here's the, there's the real important piece here, is that because of that moon, in Scorpio, remember that deep end of the pool, which we basically got to go, come on, Taurus, let's go. And that's going to happen after they've paid you. So this is kind of where the sales funnel comes into play. You're going to show up in the world as cancer, mm -hmm. be the mama bear, be nurturing, create the community. That's key here. Okay. So Taurus, Taurus, you know, archetypes, they come and they're like, okay, I, I want to join this community. I'm going to see what it's all about. Now, you're going to sprinkle your sun. Remember the Aquarius, I'm a visionary pioneer. You're going to talk in, in that group, sprinkling all of that ambition, all of that outside-the-box thinking. And then you're going to upsell them to a class or a coaching program, whatever it is, where they're now going to have to swim in the deep end of the pool with the Scorpio. So you're going to yes. save that Scorpio moon until they've invested in themselves. Otherwise, they will not, they will find a re an excuse not to do the shadow work. 
Wow, brilliant. No one explained it to me like that before. <laughs> Why did I not meet you like three years ago? <laughs> well, I didn't offer these. I just started offering these. I know. <laughs> so, and then, okay, so then just to wrap this up with the bow. So Saturn and Libra still kind of hanging out there with the plan. So the thing I like about this with the Taurian archetype as your kismet client and your Saturn Libra, because Libra and Taurus are ruled by the same planet. They're both ruled by Venus, that, that goddess energy. And they both have an appreciation for the finer things in life. So when you go and you create that community or you create that event or whatever you're doing, you want to have those, um, those special touches, like those, um, oh, yeah. like those high-end touches, whether it's, you know, the smell like beautiful smell scents or maybe it's something like paper that's really high quality so you kind of want to take those little fine details because that will taurus will appreciate that and libra will like be like thanking saturn for letting her you know use the details because remember libra kind of just wants to be flighty but she's so into all of the six senses and and those fine little details so that will satisfy saturn to bring the money to you if Libra gets to focus on those fine details. Uh, and then, so I think at this point, we've kind of wrapped up all of these, you know, we've only done a quick reading here, but these are the main signs that I see will help you to move through the path, move through the challenges and reach your destiny by working through the karmic debt simultaneously as you are helping your Taurian archetype work through theirs. Oh, brilliant. That was amazing. Thank Yay. you. Yay. Awesome. Okay. So a couple things before I let you go. One, did you have a breakthrough? Yeah, a lot. A lot okay. of them. Not just one. You know, like some of them I felt like I probably knew it somewhere deep mm -hmm. down inside. It just didn't come on surface yet. I know. I get that a lot. It's like we finally had permission to be like, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really nice because you explained it in a way. Um, because you're not emotionally attached like I am clearly to myself because it's me. Um, you know, so you explain it in a way that I get it and I can get it from the position of, you know, like, um, how do you say it? Observer. So it connects more to me in that way that I know what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. And then number two is what's the plan? What's the game plan as I, you know, let you go today and let this ferment? What, what are those next steps? I'm going to listen to the recording so I can, you know, like put it all together in my head because there's the logical side coming out. There's the Saturn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, you know, like I definitely know that this year it's going to be something. I'm going to do something for myself rather than, you know, for other people, like for my clients, what I was doing so far. Because so far I wasn't doing coaching. It was more like technical help and stuff like that. So, you know, it, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I want to basically do some... I always wanted to make a positive impact in the world, but in a way that you probably talk about stuff people don't really talk about it and give people voice where they don't feel they've got voice themselves. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. And cool. sprinkle that Aquarius energy everywhere. I will. And thank you so much for the reading. It was amazing. I'm so glad. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Thank you for picking me. Oh my gosh. Well, I want to thank you for being a part of the Rising Star Project. I want to thank our listeners. I'm sure they've had their own epiphanies from just listening to, you know, your 
astrological reading today. So wishing you so much success in your business and in your spiritual development and working through that karmic debt. And we'll catch up again in the next episode to our listeners. And um, I wish you a beautiful rest of the day, Tatiana. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.